Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behaviour, sleep and more. Febrile convulsions sound terrifying, but what exactly are they? Heidi Young has been a clinical nurse specialist in childhood allergy for the last three years. She founded The Nest to give parents and carers the tools to handle allergies in their children. Hi, Heidi. How are you? Hi, hello. I'm good. Thank you very much. Now, I wouldn't have said a febrile convulsion was an allergic reaction. No. (laughs) Is is it or not? No. It's not. What is it? So um, at The Nest, we do kids CPR, first aid and allergies. So we kind of three under one roof. And a febrile convulsion is febrile means hot and convulsion means like a fit. So what febrile convulsion is, is when the child's temperature shoots up really, really quickly and they basically go into like a fit. So um, one in 30 children will have one of these, um, uh, one or, or more. Um, and it can run in families um, and it is terrifying but the child normally does not come to any harm it's just something to scare the pants off the parent <laughs> <laughs> so it, it looks like they're just they fall to the floor what happens when they're is it quite extreme yeah so a lot of the time the children can actually I experienced this in my own child the children cannot look like there's anything wrong at all they don't have any illness so when they have a febrile convulsion there's going to be something they're not well they just maybe haven't shown it yet um, so the temperature, the immune system when they're little is quite immature. Um, and as an adult, when you have a fever, people like shake a bit and they feel very cold. And that's called in the medical world rigors. Um, so this is basically rigors, but that like on steroids, they just they just really shake and it actually can turn into what looks exactly like an epileptic seizure. Um, they can be unconscious. Um, they can often change color. And they're just, they'll stiffen and jerk and they can be completely stiff. And um, so they maybe wouldn't necessarily fall to the floor because they'd probably already be sitting down because they're feeling so dreadful all of a sudden. Or they may be laying down in bed. Um, I'm sure there's been many children who's actually had a febrile convulsion in the middle of the night and we don't even know. Wow. Mm. So what, how should we respond to it? So there's nothing you can do to stop a febrile convulsion. So all you really have to do in when it's happening is to make sure that the child is safe in a safe place. So if they're on a concrete fo- floor, for instance, we can try and either get some pillows underneath them or um, if we're close enough to a soft surface, we can try and just gently move them across. But we need to be careful picking up a child that's having a febrile convulsion. They're completely stiff. They might get you know fall out of your arms because they're jerking so um the safest place for them to have it would be on a carpet on a sofa in a bed in a cot um where they're not going to hurt themselves they're not going to swallow their tongue that's like a myth um they that what we need to do is basically um if it's the first febrile convulsion we need to call an ambulance that changes a bit with the second third fourth if that's going to happen because we then uh, will be uh, be educated about it from the first time from the ed department um and it's not it's just something we can you can manage at home if you feel you know like you want to but um we need to call an ambulance the first time and how long do they normally last for they normally last for less than five minutes uh, which can seem like a lifetime. They're often less. They don't often. They won't last as long as that. But they can last um, to five minutes. When your child's having a febrile convulsion, um, it's really good to, if you can, if you're, if if you feel inclined to like take a look at the time, it's really handy for the doctor 
for you to know how long they were actually convulsing for because that can be the difference between them just saying oh okay it was a febrile convulsion to oh we need to do investigations then that can create unnecessary panic um actually on some guidelines from the royal children's hospital says that if you can take some video footage oh gosh which in in another a few years ago might have sounded ridiculous but reality everyone has their phones on them now and it actually would be a really good diagnostic tool i'm not sure even i would be able to do that (laughs) but it's actually yeah it's actually written as as in one of the guidelines so when you say with if it's the first time they've had a febrile convulsion call an ambulance is that because it could be a sign of something else yeah yeah i mean you just don't know um and it's also it looks terrifying and if they don't come out of it in five minutes, it can start having impacts on, you know, the oxygen levels and things. So you really need to know. I think the average time for a, an ambulance is between five and seven minutes in Sydney. So you, you really need to know that someone's on their way just in case. Um, if the convulsion stops quite quickly, you are OK if you're if you feel able to drive them to hospital. That's fine. They're very unlikely to then go straight into another one. It doesn't really work like that. Normally, temperature peaks and then. Um, will kind of stabilise, um, but yeah, you, if you if it, if they come out of it and there's maybe two of you and you're happy to drive them to hospital, then that again is is okay too to get them checked but out. But either way, definitely go to hospital. Yeah, for the first febrile convulsion, there's a reason they've had it as well, so they are going to need to be seen by a doctor because there'll be some underlying in, infectional virus. Okay, is there anything else we need to know? I feel quite equipped now. <laughs> Just that I think that giving paracetamol and ibuprofen is now actually not necessarily recommended. to. It it won't stop a febrile convulsion. The the temperature flies up so quickly that um, it kind of breaks through anything that that you're going to give them and that actually it won't necessarily stop a febrile convulsion. So um, we're back in... We're really going back uh, a good few years now and saying that if your child has a fever but they're quietly comfortable that we actually shouldn't be giving paracetamol and ibuprofen to kill that fever because that fever is there to kill the bug or whatever it is the reason that they're ill so um so yeah to dosing them up with paracetamol ibuprofen may not be helping at all um they may be irritable afterwards um after the seizure and that's just because they're coming out of that's what you know children with epilepsy as well are, are kind of like they're just coming out of a fit and there can be a bit of confusion um but normally they should just carry on um as like a you know a normal sick child would where they're a bit grumpy a bit off their food but it's yeah it's it's easy to say but it's um if they're if it's a febrile convulsion it's not something that we need to worry too much about as long as it doesn't last too long and is it something that if children have more than one do they grow out of it yeah so the ages are between six months and six years um, so you're unlikely to have them before the age of six months, but you're also unlikely after the age of six. It does happen sometimes, but not very often. Um, I had them a lot as a child, and my son has had them as well. Um, but yeah, it 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 can be uh, it can run in the genes. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's not really something they grow out of as such. It's just some children, unfortunately, their temperature spikes quicker than than it did last time, and it, it ends up in a in a seizure. Oh, goodness. Well, Heidi, thank you for coming in and talking to us about it. Thank you very much. That's Heidi Young. She's a childhood allergy specialist and founder of The Nest. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Debbie Ning and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. We'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.